I've been thinking about a hymn that I love so much. Um, Spirit. Spirit of the living God. The lyrics of that hymn go like this. Um, Spirit of the living God. Fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God. Fall afresh on me. Melt me. Mold me. Fill me and use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Amen. Um, whenever I, I get into places sometimes where I'm down or I'm really up and I just want to praise God, for some reason that's one of the hymns that I always go back to. And as I sing that hymn today, I'm thinking of a passage in Mark chapter 8 in the Bible, Mark 8, 22 to 26. The passage basically says, um, when they came to Bethsaida, that's Jesus and his disciples, they brought a blind man to him. And they begged him, that is Jesus, they begged him to heal the blind man by touching him. And the Bible tells us that Jesus, listen to this, took him by the hand and led him away from the village to a place where he touched him, he spat on his eyes first, and asked the blind man, can you see anything? Which all the blind man looked up and said, I see people like trees walking. I see people like trees walking. And then Jesus asked him, touched him again. And the Bible then tells us, then he looked up and he could see everything clearly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Spirit of the living God. Um, this passage in the past number of weeks up to the time of our inauguration, the change of leadership, and all the stuff that's been happening in our world, not just the United States, all over, led me to start thinking of certain things. The passage said, they, doesn't tell us who, they, but it gives us a location in Bethsaida. Bethsaida, if you go back to the book of Matthew eleven twenty-two, informs us that Jesus had performed miracles in this town. And Jesus had lashed out at this town. He was mad at them because he said, with all the miracles that I did, no one, not one of you, repented. He even made mention if it was two other towns, many 
would have come to to God. Not one of you repented. So here are these people that Jesus had been upset with. They were bringing a blind man to Jesus, telling Jesus not only to heal him, but how to heal him. He touched the blind man, led him away. You know, sometimes when I remember, think about the situation that we're in, it makes you go deeper and look at the different things in there and there's so many things happening. Jesus did not heal the blind man, not that he could and not that he didn't want to. He did not heal the blind man in front of those whom he had pushed up against from Bethsaida, but he walked him away with him to a hilltop away from the village. And oh, at the end, after healing him from the spinning and the second touch, Jesus told him, go home, but don't go back there. (laughs) Sometimes whatever you're going through, God wants you to walk with him in your affliction. You're praying, some have brought you to him, But the healing doesn't take place the way folk think it should. Because they have seen Jesus touch so many people and we're told immediately or straightway that God healed them. Because we're told that, oh, something happened in another place and he met this blind body mess and um, he looked at him and this blind body mess said, son of David, son of David, yell it out loud, have mercy on me. The crowd yelled at blind Bartimaeus and then Jesus took pity and said, bring him to me. And we're told immediately when blind Bartimaeus said that, Jesus said, go, your faith has healed you. But this particular case, God did not heal the man immediately. There was no immediacy here even though others were requesting. As Matthew 18, 20 tells us, two, three or more gathered, ask, ask anything. Jesus took his time in this instance. He wanted the man to walk with him. He wanted to show him some things in his blindness. He wanted to pull him away from those who brought him to Jesus. And sometimes what it is, God is saying, I don't want you over there. Sometimes what God is doing, it takes you over to a high plane while they are watching. And sometimes the healing that needs to be take place is not even about you, it's about them. He touched him, took his hand, but did not heal him. Walk with me for a while. I want to take you away from here. I want to deliver you from those who brought you to me. Now, while they were at the place, at the time, God said, now is the time he spat in his eyes. Can you see anything? I can see men as trees walking. So they look like trees. The first thing Jesus did healed the blind man because now he could see. 
But sometimes even when we see, even when we gain the sight that we've been looking for, that we've been praying for, we don't really see things the way God wants us to see it. Songwriter Jimmy Cliff had a song a long time ago. He said, um, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. All the obstacles I used to see, they've gone away. Said God of the dark clouds. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. What was Jimmy Cliff saying? What is this passage saying to us? Not that Jesus could not have healed the guy the first time, because many ways what happens, we come to God, many ways what happens, those who bring you to him have an opinion of how the healing should take place, not understanding that God knows best. God's timing is perfect. Sometimes God wants you to see some things deeper and see much more than they brought you to him to see. It's like Paul on the road to Damascus. He lost his sight. God took his sight away from him because God wanted him to look within himself. God wanted Paul to walk with God. God wanted Paul to stay there for at least three days to understand, I'm placing you here. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to nurture you. I'm going to lay my Holy Spirit on you. I'm going to fill you up. Spirit of the living God. I'm going to fall afresh on you. Sometimes he wants to mold you. He wants to shape you. He wants to pick you up at the right time. Because God needs to use you better than you were before. There's been a blindness all over the world. I'm shocked sometimes when I hear people say, wow, it is true what black people have been going through. What did you think? Wow, it is true. Women are paid much less than men. What did you think? Wow, it is true that there's a systemic pushback, impediment against certain people of color. Wow, it is true that African Americans, people of color, are dying much more than their white counterparts in the same nation because of the disparities that have been built, embedded in the system against them. Wow, it is true. Wow, it is true that certain organizations, even within our churches, discriminate against certain people of color. Yes, wow, it is true that even within the church, you find a lot of infights going on. They brought him to Jesus and begged him, begged him now, to touch him so that he would see. 
But God was saying, no, 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 not so quickly. I need to spend more time with him. And not only spend more time, I need to spend more time with him away from you all who have seen the miracles, who heard the miracles because that's why you brought him to me. But I don't want after healing him, after feeling him, after showing him my way for him to go back to your way. We serve an awesome God. After what happened within our public square, within our nation, I wonder how many people have gained sight or even received that first touch. I wonder how many people are seeing men look like trees walking. I wonder how many people would avail themselves so that Jesus can not only use them, but touch them and fine tune their focus so they can gain a better understanding of the landscape in front of them. I wonder how many of us might be able to receive Christ not just for ourselves, not just to belong to this club, not just to belong to a club of Pharisees, not just to just be within this group that calls themselves believers and Christians and fail, fail to go home and spread the news. Jesus told the man, I need you not to go back to that village. I need you to go home. Avoid the village because I've given you something that I need you to go home and spread. They brought him to Jesus. Someone has brought us to this place. This place where everything that was said a number of months ago false prophecies they were looking at angels somewhere in the world to come over and they were seeing victory realize the silence you've heard from those folks right God is saying walk with me walk with me and read your Bible Walk with me and understand you would hear folk proclaim certain things in my name. Listen to them, but wait and see if it actually happens. And if it doesn't happen, I didn't send them. God is saying, walk with me so I can show you the true Pharisees who feel their formed organizations, movements that they can push you out. Walk with me and understand that I open doors. Walk with me and understand that I shut doors. Walk with me and understand how to pray so I can give you a master key that's not physical. Walk with me so I can lift you up spiritually so you can move away from a physical blindness. It's not about your physical blindness. I created you. If you were born that way, I created you and I looked at you and I said, it is good. 
<laughs> God preached through me. And if I say it is good, then who else can say you're less than? Walk with me. Get together in Bible study. Hear the Holy Spirit speak through each and every person and come together in a consensus about my word. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Walk with me because I want to I wanna mold you. Walk with me because I want to shape you in a certain way. Walk with me because I want to fill you up and I want to use you. On the day of the inauguration, I saw something that was profound. As the festivities started, my wife was saying, as Amy Globachev um, was speaking, hurry up with the speech, it's going to snow. Because all of a sudden, the atmosphere, place got dark and um, snow flurries started to fall as if we're going to have a couple of inches of snow. As I watched, I realized within a couple of minutes, the sun came out. The sun was shining so brightly. And the whole day, the snow stopped. And it makes me wonder, was God saying something to us? Was God saying something? Was God shifting us from a place where folk were saying in conversation, in blogs, online, on media platforms, on the Tuesday, we had the, the siege on the Capitol building. They were in denial. This is not who we are. And my response to that was, um, if change is going to come, if God is going to heal our blindness, Blindness of systemic racism, blindness of healthcare disparities, blindness of education, blindness of all the things, all the ills that are within our system and the world at large. If God is going to heal us, what are we asking Him to heal? Can we see the brokenness? that we want God to touch? If we can identify it, if we can come together two, three, or more, we're pretty much like Bethsaida. We know where to go looking for God. We know where to ask for healing, who to ask for healing. We even know where to tell God to do, to heal us. But sometimes we who are seeking help, we who are seeking healing are so blind that we wonder why the walk takes so long. 
Spirit of the living God. Fall, fall, fall afresh on us. I wonder if God was saying something to us. Maybe he was saying, I'm so powerful. This is what darkness looks like. I can shut down the lights in the day. Look at what I've allowed to happen. Not that I want to hurt you. The pandemic is here. It's real. 4,000 plus people dying each and every day. But what I got from the inauguration was the darkness. The lights went out for a short while. I think it was about 5-10 minutes. Snow started to come down. So you can call that a baptism. And then all of a sudden, God pulled out the clouds and bright sunshine the whole day. And God bless our troops. I know their presence there deterred any harm that was planned to happen. But I think God was saying, I got this. Can you see it? Can you perceive of my strength here? God is opening up our eyes. Are we willing to be the light? As the young poet said, are we ready to be led by him? And to be led by him, we have to bring God into our lexicon. We have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what's wrong with us? What have we done? How far have we moved away from him? If we're going to pray to him to heal us from the pandemic, if we're going to pray to him to heal us from all the systemic stuff that's bothering us, why can't we call him out publicly? Spirit of the living God, fall, fall, fall afresh on us. Heal us, Heavenly Father. Melt us, mold us, reshape us again. And use us. Oh, he healed the blind man. But he healed him in a different way. Not the way that they thought he would heal him. God is waiting on us. Heal us, Heavenly Father. Amen.